Good morning, you're with Cameron here on 2VM. It's a Friday, we're talking local politics. Heading north this morning to Gundawindi Shire, talking to the Mayor, Lawrence Springborg. How are you going, Lawrence? Yeah, not too bad, Cameron, yourself? Pretty good, pretty good. I think last time we spoke, you were heading to Texas and Tallwood and a few other places to do some uh, remote council meetings, uh, meeting up with uh, citizens of those places? Yeah, we certainly did have a meeting in Texas, which was our first meeting there in, uh, in, in 12 years ago under Windy Regional Council, and I gave an undertaking before I became mayor that we would be going back to meetings on a regular basis at Texas and Inglewood, and that's something that we're doing. And uh, mm-hmm. every 12 months we're in Texas, and the same in Inglewood. So, um, uh, uh, so every March, Texas, every September, we're in Inglewood, and people really very much appreciate that. It's a great opportunity for the councillors as well, and the council officers spend even more time in those areas and we're regularly travelling through those places anyway and we do uh, have representation from our council with regards to customer service centres in those communities so it makes a lot of sense that we also then uh, take our uh, full council there from time to time to make Mm -hmm. that day-to-day policy decisions but we do also at this stage have a meeting coming up in Torwood on the 27th of April Um, so that's Basically, uh, you know, we're, we're, that's sort of there at the moment to be confirmed, but it's looking mm-hmm. very good. Um, a, a meeting of the Torwood uh, Community Consultative Committee, and one of the things that we want to discuss that evening is the development of a master plan for that community, because the last time we were there in early December, we were having some discussions with the community about how they wanted to present themselves into the future, and we made some suggestions that maybe we could embark upon a similar process to what's happened in Yalabin, and that's development of a master plan, so they then then can look at over the horizon into the future about what they want their streets to look like, what sort of extra paving we might want to do in town, uh, other sorts of amenities in the area. So once you have those master plans, you are then able to schedule and factor in funding each year to Mm -hmm. progressively do those things and of course when you have a plan as well if there are particular state or federal government programs that pop up from time to time then you're (coughs) then you've got something ready to go so quite a few things happening around the area oh that's great news indeed and do you know what else has been discussed in uh council meetings like locally in gundawindi or yes well uh we had a workshop yesterday and we We regularly have a workshop as a council because that gives us an opportunity to be able to talk through things and to be able to plan things and develop things that we might want to put forward for uh, a council agenda into the future, uh, Mm -hmm. a meeting agenda in the future. And At our workshop yesterday, uh, we had uh, a range of people that we've been working with on a really exciting hydrogen initiative. And you're probably aware how... Now, there's a big focus in this country on hydrogen into Mm -hmm. the future as an alternative fuel source. There's a big demand in Japan at the moment, and certainly the federal and state governments are doing more to try to encourage the development of of an export hydrogen industry. But uh, we've got a particular interest in our community, and that is that we have quite a lot of wastewater coming out of our Gundawindi sewage treatment plants, and we also have a need to upgrade that plant at some future time. So mm-hmm. we're now working on a proposal where we could co-locate 
uh, a prototype hydrogen scheme with a view to expand it in the future so we could create an energy source and uh, also we would be able to then uh, enhance our, our treatment plant and use some of that wastewater as well. And at this stage, the feasibility study is turning into a business case and it's looking okay. very, very good. Uh, I also took the opportunity when in Canberra last month to brief the Federal Energy Minister, Angus Taylor, on how we were progressing and also uh, the State Minister's office as well, who's responsible for hydrogen. So we're quite excited about that. And the other mm. thing, of course, where we are strategically located in Gundawindi, when you come across the border from the Newell, you can then go through the Barwon, of course, up the Leichhardt Highway, the Cunningham Highway. Uh, and so strategically, from our perspective... If we're able to develop or grow such an industry in the future, very well located as a distribution point as well. So that's something that the council's very, very excited about progressing into the future as well. Oh, nice. That sounds very cool. Um, is there um, a timeline on if it goes ahead, uh, when it'll be completed, like in maybe three or four years? Or Well, the next, the next funding round, uh, which is opening up from the Queensland government, opens yep. up in, in June. Yep. We believe our feasibility study and our business case uh, will be completed well and truly ahead of that in time for us to be able to uh, make our submission through that process. Like all of these things, Cameron, of course they have to be uh, viable and feasible based off uh, their own bat mm -hmm. and not just rely on external funding. And I think that's the important thing with regards to this. But if uh, this does stack up and it's looking very good mm -hmm. at this stage, and if we do go uh, and progress it on, we would be hoping to have something operational within the next couple of years. Okay. So that's quite an ambitious time frame, but uh, the experts that we've got working on it with us at the moment are saying that that is quite achievable. It is the time frame that they've put forward to us as being achievable based on their experience in working in the industry. And there are a mix of people who have been involved in uh, this industry over a period of time, also from the universities as well. Yep. Uh, so we've got some very, very very experienced people who are knowledgeable in this area. And uh, the other thing, of course, uh, that, that I have mentioned to the relevant state and federal authorities is that whilst it's important to develop that uh, export industry, because that brings dollars into the country as well, to encourage its uptake at a domestic level, we need to have domestic opportunities. And one of the things that excited the federal minister when I briefed him on this is the interest from some of our local industrial gas users because we do have quite significant users of gas in Gundawindi. Cotton mm -hmm. gins, for example, use a lot of gas. Other uh, processes use a lot of gas and it's very, very easy to convert from a liquid petroleum gas to hydrogen because it's just burner technology. A little bit more challenging if you're going to have a heavy vehicle or something like that because you've got to have a specific made vehicle, hydrogen fuel cell technology. But to use it for industrial purposes, it's very, very easy to convert. And we oh, do cool. have that demand. Awesome. Well, that sounds very encouraging. Thanks so much for your time today, Lawrence. And uh, all the best with the upcoming meetings and the workshop in Gundawindi. And hopefully we can uh, hear all about it next week. Uh, absolutely. We'll be in a better position to give you an update of, uh, on what's expected to be discussed at our ordinary meeting later this month because our, our agenda will be put together by the time we talk next week. And I know that you always like getting an insight into what's being brought to the council meeting yep. uh, when it's held on a monthly basis. So look forward to talking to you next week. And also fantastic at the moment in our area. We've had wonderful rain, which has continued. Mm. And 
you know, it's really starting to look a picture around the place, and I trust it's right across your listening area as well. Yeah, I think most of the floodwaters have sort of moved further west now. I think Walgett's copping most of it, but um, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully it hasn't caused too much damage up in Gundawindi. No, there has been certainly some damage, um, particularly upriver along yep. the generic system, and that's something that we've been working on. We had the state minister visit last week, and uh, that was very, very well received. And, you know, whilst most landholders have done exceptionally well in our area, the rainfall has been great. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, it's just a pity we didn't have more livestock around the place. Yeah. Uh, but certainly we're set up for a good weather crop. We've got good water in our storages, but there has been a number of our producers which have been significantly impacted. Lost some stock, um, crops that have been flooded and, and drowned, waterlogged, and lost fencing, particularly in that Jumeric River area and also some areas along the McIntyre as well. But, but by and large, uh, it has, the outcome's been good, uh, n- not negative, mm-hmm. but for those that have been affected, we're working to try to get them assistance. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Lawrence, and yeah, we'll have a chat with you next Friday. Thank you. Look forward to it.